0: Welcome to today's episode of Heart Home Faith. I'm your host Olivia, and as always, I'm thrilled that you are here. Today we are going to be talking about my favorite ways to pass on the faith to my kids. Over the past three years, I have been blessed to have a position as a religious educator at my parish, which means that I do a lot of lesson planning. But what's really important about this is that my focus has been on preschool and early elementary-aged kids. I've learned a lot just from watching and evaluating my lessons. And in addition to that, my own children have benefited from me trying things out at home. So I thought it would be great if my kids joined us for a few minutes today to answer some questions about the faith. Now, due to the outrageous nature of their contracts, I will only be having them with me for a few minutes. If we go too long, they'll start demanding things like ponies, puppies, and ice cream. The ice cream is something that may be permitted if they do a good job answering these questions. So, without further ado, here are my two older daughters, Gabriella and Maria. My first question is for Gabriella. Gabriella,
1: how do you learn about God at home? I like to read the Bible from Adam and Eve, and from the Adam and Eve story, teach us to not disobey God.
0: That's a really good, really good answer. Um, Maria, how do you like to learn about God at home?
2: I like to learn about God, about Him. When I read David and Goliath.
0: Ooh, so you like Bible stories, both of you. Is that true, Gabriella? You like to learn about God through Bible stories? Yes. And what about you, Maria? Do you like to learn about God through Bible stories?
2: Mm Mm-hmm, I do.
0: You do. What What sort of things do we do to help us remember Bible
1: stories other than just read them? Gabriella? We could do catechism. We read the Bible from kissing and that can help. How does that help you? When we read the stories together, it comes in my mind, it gets in the middle, and that helps it stick. That's true. Do we ever do anything, like a fun activity? Yes, and um, Joshua and the Spies, we it, um a, what was it called? Jericho. We built a city called Jericho, and we marched around it 13 times, and then we knocked them down. It was really fun. Was it really fun? Thank you, Gabriella. Maria, what are some
0: things that we do, some activities you enjoy that we do to learn about God?
2: Well, my favorite activity about learning about God uh, is uh, when I, like, paint a picture of God so, you like to do arts and
0: crafts? Very good. Is there anything special we do at bedtime to help us remember God? Read the Bible. We do read the Bible. Is there anything else we do at bedtime that's special, Maria, especially with you?
2: Uh, that we read Farmer Boy. We do. What else do we do
0: that's about God?
2: Uh, that is important that we also do the corrections at nighttime not talking sleeping that's true we have to obey the rules
1: do we say anything at bedtime we sing hail mary for maria and we say um hail mary for me and we do the sign the cross all the time when we before we pray and after we pray and is there
0: any sort of special thing that we add to the end of our prayers? Grandma, I need to go we do I'm the sign of the cross. Gabriella, my question is, at the end of our prayers, we say a couple things. We say, Sacred Heart of Jesus.
1: Have mercy on us.
0: And Immaculate Heart of Mary. us." And then, do you remember what we ask for afterwards? All angels and saints. Do we pray for
1: specific saints that we really like? Do we ask them to pray for us? Yes.
0: Which are some of your
1: favorites? I like Kateri, Cecilia, and Saint Joan of Arc. Why do you like those? Well, they're really good saints, and they're really pretty too. And I really like that Saint Joan of Arc led people into battle because she loved God. That, my
0: dear listeners is my almost seven-year-old daughter, Gabriella, who has had the benefit of me experimenting with religious education over the past several years. And back from her potty break is my four-and-a-half-year-old daughter, Maria. Maria, do you have anything you want to tell people about God before you go to
2: bed? Uh, I would like to tell God about when I really like to listen to his disciples. Maria likes to listen to God, and she really likes to listen
0: to his disciples. Gabriella, do you have anything you would like to tell people about God before you go to bed?
1: Well, I'm praying that and hoping that I will be a saint, and I also really want to learn how to be a better disciple.
0: These are my children, and no, they are not perfect in any way, shape, or form, but they're mine, and I love them. Teaching them the faith has been the greatest adventure of my life. you may have been able to deduce from the conversation I just had with my children we do a lot of Bible reading in our family religious education at home and it's not very formal actually I happen to plan and oversee and implement a more formal after-school parish-wide religious education program as my day job and I find that at home my kids they do great in that formal type of setting but at home my kids just need the freedom to explore and ask questions and just be more relaxed and so I take a very relaxed approach at home because I need it to be relaxed and so do they. So we use just a simple beginner's Bible with the bright, attractive cartoons. And as you heard, my six-and-a-half-year-old and and -and four-and-a-half-year-old, they love that Bible. We sit there and we read stories and they ask great, great questions. Just by sitting down and reading, we have really great natural, organic, just, they just happen discussions and they're not contrived. Sometimes I will have to explain to them something like what an idol is, but for the most part they come up with the questions and they're really good questions. In addition to them asking the questions, when they are engaging with the material, I'm then able to get a a glimpse of their heart, a glimpse of their concerns. For instance, well, why would God do that? Or why would he run away from God? That's been really fruitful for me too, to understand what is happening in their hearts. What is it that they are concerned about in their lives? My children are very, very sweet. They're also kids and they lose interest in things. But the one thing that I love is that we just have made the Beginner's Bible available to them. We've made children's Bibles and religious things, they're just available. And so... Sometimes they might choose to read something else and that's okay, but every now and then they they choose the Bible and they come to me and they ask me, mommy, can you read me David and Goliath? Of course I will read you David and Goliath. And so when we talk about these sorts of things with the kids, we talk about the Bible stories, we are passing on the faith. We know that there is the scripture part of our faith and the tradition part of our faith, and these two work together to make the deposit of faith. And so, even though we're looking at a children's Bible, we're still teaching them the truths. They're still getting the essence of how salvation history unfolded. The fact that it started in the garden with Adam and Eve, and the fact that God slowly reveals himself over time till we get to Jesus. And then now we have all of the past history of salvation and we have Jesus and we have the church. My children are not able to articulate this and that's okay because they don't need to articulate it, but they are learning about the history of God's people, which is us. This story is our story. And that's something that by having my children be invested in the story and learning something that they are able to grasp even if they can't articulate it yet. One of the things that I've learned in my classes, um, I'm taking master's classes in catechetics and evangelization through Franciscan University. And one of the things that I've learned in those classes that I just think is so important to share is that when it comes to scripture, we are never going to say it as well as God said it. So we know that scripture is inspired, all scripture is inspired by God and is useful for teaching. I am going to talk more about memorization of scripture verses but that is part of a verse I had to memorize and it's true. All scripture is inspired by God and is useful for teaching and when it comes to children's Bibles of course there is you know a quality situation and of course we never want to just hand our children something that we haven't looked through for heresy. But when it comes to the Beginner's Bible, that is the Bible that we use at our parish. And so I'm sure there are wonderful, very Catholic children's Bibles, but the Beginner's Bible is the one that we use at our parish. And so I happen to have a few lying around and my kids love them. It's so good. We are never going to say how much god loves us as well as he himself has said it and so by presenting even a children's bible which of course there's you know paraphrasing and some things are a little over their heads but by presenting even a children's bible to my children they're able to glean so much about the love of god and they do it in such a very wonderful way it's so natural and learning about scripture memorizing scripture and understanding the role of different people in scripture and how they have contributed to salvation history that has been a really big blessing in my own faith life my next favorite way to teach children the faith at home is very closely related to the first it is especially useful in both a religious education classroom setting as well as at home because what I have learned over the past few years is that a significant majority, not all, but a significant majority of kids really enjoy this. They enjoy reenacting the Bible story. And so one of the things that I find incredibly effective to do with the kids is to Replay it, to play it with figurines, to play it with our little people, to replay the story and to allow them the opportunity to act it out because they really enjoy it. So, you heard um, Gabriella discussing how we marched around the city of Jericho. We built Jericho out of blocks and marched around it and my two-year-old knocked down the walls of Jericho on like lap two but it was fine it was fun those are the sorts of things that I so enjoy doing with them because it doesn't take much effort it really doesn't it just takes about 10 minutes of hey I know let's play this story and they're so excited about it and I don't sit and play with them the entire time. I let them use their imaginations and, you know, make sure they're kind of on the right track. But after we've replayed the story one time with me, then usually I have to go start doing something else. And I allow them to pretend that they're, you know, Joshua and the spies and, and they come up with their own story, which is just a beautiful, it's a beautiful gift of their imagination that's just being poured out Is there? thinking about what it would be like to live in that time and thinking about how god loves them it's very wonderful to watch it's not difficult to take materials you already have at home to allow your kids to reenact these bible stories after you read them you know from just renaming barbie dolls or building something out of legos or even just lining up your blocks in a circle so that you can march around them like you are trying to make the walls of jericho come tumbling down it's very very easy and the children enjoy it and when i think back about their childhood as i'm older and as they think back about their childhood as they age i hope they truly remember these moments of fun where we were learning about God and having fun and it wasn't overwhelming because so many times I think trying to teach our kids the faith at home can be very overwhelming and it doesn't have to be. We don't have to know all the right words. We can just open up the Bible and read them a story and watch their interest be, you know, piqued and then reenact that story with them using materials we already have on hand it just doesn't have to be about doing everything perfectly it can just be about opening the word and allowing our children to spend time engaging with it and at the ages of you know early elementary and preschool playing playing helps them to synthesize the stories they've heard and It's just a wonderful thing. These are some of my all-time favorite memories of parenting are when we sit and cuddle and read, and then we get up and we replay the story of the Bible we've just read. One of the other ways that I just love teaching my children about the faith at home and also in religious education is something that, again, Gabriella mentioned And it's by helping them learn about the saints. When we think about the saints, we think of people who sometimes lived a really long time ago. But one of the things that I try really hard to help them understand is that we are all called to be saints. And the idea of being a saint is something that's just naturally very appealing to children. And so I happen to be raising daughters, but I do work with a fair amount of boys and the idea of you know fighting and battle and being courageous those sorts of saints are usually pretty pretty big favorites when we think about the saints we realize that there are so many different paths to holiness and we realize there are so many things we can learn from them and that's very exciting i think because children have this inner quest for individuality in them, and they know that they're unique, and they know that they're special, but the expression of it and what they're supposed to do with their lives is certainly not answered. I mean, for even adults, that's not really answered for many of us, but when my children learn that they're supposed to grow up to be saints, it just gives them hope and a direction. And they're so excited to learn about other saints. So we are learning about saints all year long over here. We have an army of St. Melty bees on my fridge. I had to take several of them down because there's just so, so many but we will look through and we'll find a saint that my daughter is interested in. And then we'll read about that saint together. And she's very excited to learn about them. And there's so many great resources for learning about the saints. But even more than that, there are modern day saints that we actually have photographs of. And that is just such a wonderful thing to reflect on. That there are people who have been alive within the past 50, 60, 100 years and we have their photographs and that's something that I think for kids especially makes it even more real. It makes it so much more real that we can become a saint because it's not just something that happened in the past, it's something that's happening right now. We are able to become saints and one of the ways we can become saints is by learning about the saints. My children love to learn about them. And it's true that even in the religious education program, the kids love learning about saints. Make a saints anthology available to them. Learn more about the saints. You can sign up for saints of the day emails and share little tidbits about the saints or which saints which you have a devotion to. One of the ways that I affirm the special saints that our family has a devotion to is that at the end of our bedtime prayers we say a litany of saints and so these are saints that we just feel specially connected with we always start out with sacred heart of jesus the responses have mercy on us then immaculate heart of mary and the response is pray for us and the response then for all the other saints that we say is pray for us but then i go through and i just list the saints that that we have a special devotion to so I also make sure to include the saints that my daughter is learning about. And then at the end, we just say, all you angels and saints, pray for us because there are so many and we don't know them all. What a gift our faith is that we are able to teach our children about the past in so many wonderful ways, but also that we're able to teach them about the future. Because my children know that saints are special friends of Jesus who live in heaven with him. And that's what we want for ourselves too. We want to live in heaven with Jesus. My last favorite thing to do with my children is to help them to learn rote prayer. And I haven't actually done this in a very specific, drilled way. I simply invite them to hear me pray aloud. And I do that by simply praying aloud when they're around me. And it's very moving because my two-year-old even can make the sign of the cross or her attempt. And she also can say and follow along with some of the prayers. And so we pray before meals and they know the Hail Mary and the Our Father. By the time my oldest was about three, she knew the Chaplet of Divine Mercy just from hearing me pray it in the car. There are so many easy ways and easy times to teach the kids these rote prayers that are such a treasure of our faith because, of course, there are myriad ways to pray. But when it comes to praying these rote prayers, they connect us and they're good because sometimes we can't even come up with the words. And so by teaching my children these rote prayers, I'm giving them words for times when When they can't come up with the words, and I think that's a real gift. So I encourage all of our families to teach their children rote prayers because these rote prayers are treasures. Start simple. Sign of the cross. Prayer before meals. Our Father. Hail Mary. Glory be. Guardian angel. And then you can move on even from there, but... You will find that your kids will know these prayers if you just say the prayers around your children. It's amazing how quickly they pick up on it. So even though I also allow my children to witness me praying verbally without the rope prayer, I make sure that rope prayer has a very special place in our day-to-day life because it ought to. Prayer in general, has a very special place so when it comes to teaching kids the faith some things that I've learned over the past few years is that you have to not be afraid you don't have to worry about being perfect you don't have to worry about saying the wrong thing their kids they will forgive you if you make a mistake and if you say I don't know they'll just look at you like cool she'll find out and then they'll scamper off and do probably whatever it is that they were up to Um but you know, there's always going to be those kids that have a lot of questions, and those kids that have a lot of questions, those are those are really great kids to teach about the faith because they really want to know why. And the why is because God loves us. So if we're able to articulate on some level with the kids that God loves them through the past, through Bibles, through scripture study, through prayer, through the saints, we're really able to show them the truth of our faith which is that god is love different children engage in different ways with different activities and that's okay so reading the bible and reenacting the bible learning about the saints and memorizing rote prayer and making prayer a priority these are all things that 100% should be done in every family but Different kids are going to engage differently, so maybe one of your children will not be all about reenacting the Bible stories. Maybe they will really prefer to draw a picture or do something else, and that's totally fine. We are all made as individuals, and all of us are made in the image and likeness of God, but we have different gifts and talents and abilities, and so my encouragement to you is to open yourselves up to teaching your children about the faith, because that will never go without a reward. That is what we are called to do. We're called to teach our children the faith. We're called to be joyful disciples. And so let's do that. Let's joyfully teach our children the faith and let's help them to learn all about how much God loves each and every one of his children, which includes them and which includes you. I am so looking forward to our next episode. I hope that you will leave this episode feeling inspired. And I also hope that until next time, you feel as loved as you are.